You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Do you think I'm like public enemy number one to the Dorothys? No, you put us on the map. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'd put you on the map. I think you put yourselves firmly on the map. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Episode one, I Can Sing. I Can't Sing. Um, really big week. I got my official Lisa Scott Me- Lee merch through in the post. Uh, I went to see Sunset Boulevard. Nicole Scherzinger kills it. But most importantly, Mamma Mia, I Have a Dream dropped episode one. Very exciting, which is what we're here to talk about. Although the Lisa Scott Me- Lee merch may pop up from time to time. Um, but before we do that, I have to introduce my wonderful guest. She is a West End star. She has done, she's done Les Mis. She's done Evita. She's done Mamma Mia. And iconic for me, she is one of the Dorothy Divas. She is one of the originals. <laughs> Welcome, Jessica Daly. Hello, thank you Hi. for having me. Thanks for getting up on this rainy, <laughs> rainy morning to talk to me about silly, silly TV. How are you? My absolute pleasure. I'm fantastic. I'm very tired because I'm just about to go on tour again. So I had to drive from London to Middlesbrough last night with a lot of my stuff um, and I got home at half past midnight. Oh no. So I'm okay, I'm okay. Bit tired, but I'm okay. I imagine the main thing that's in your mind right now then is um, Mamma Mia, I have a dream. So this is perfect. Oh my God, (laughs) (laughs) can't stop thinking about it. (laughs) Um, What are you going into tour? Let's do plugs, plug, plug, plug. I am about to open, uh, well, we're about to go into tech for I Should Be So Lucky, which is the new Stock Aitken and Waterman musical, um, filled with lots of uh, camp 80s classics, Kylie classics. So Amazing. Your gal, your gal Kylie came to visit us in uh, rehearsals one day. No. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, is she a babe? Brought, oh my God, absolute babe. Yeah. And like, so beautiful and so teeny and so fantastic like she was just at one point she's like slut dropped onto the floor like dancing with everyone i'm like oh, that's kind of oh amazing yeah she's great before we talk about mamma mia i obviously mm-hmm. have to talk to you about over the rainbow for anyone listening who does not know why i why i'm even here I read, well, I loved Over the Rainbow when I, when it was on TV, but I rediscovered it in lockdown and I watched all of it and then the Nancys and then the Josephs <laughs> and the Jesuses and the Marias uh, on YouTube <laughs> and then started posting clips about it on TikTok, which lots of people watched and it became a bit of a thing. Yeah. Follow me, the boldest bitch. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, I, I listen. Do I mildly, mildly take the piss out of it? Yes, yes, I do. But with with a with a true, true love for the entire thing. Um, what are your like big reflections on that show? Like, what are your main memories? What like do you love it? Like, what's what? How are you feeling about it? It's a lot of mixed feeling. To be fair, um, majority was love, love, love. I mean, I am kind of slightly traumatized and didn't and didn't realize how traumatized I was when I've approached pop songs, <laughs> when I've come to sing pop songs since, um, because the whole singing pop songs as musical theatre will forever just be one of the ickiest things to me. I don't know, it's very, very strange like how my feeling towards it has developed as the years have gone on. But um, I actually was in a singing lesson of a lockdown with uh, my singing teacher, Dan Chalfin, who was a legend, absolute wizard. Um, and 
<laughs> I was like, do you know what? Today I haven't really got a song I need to work on, but I'm going to take the voice within <laughs> because I've not yes, wanted the to voice even within. touch. I've not even <laughs> wanted to touch that song since week two of Dorothy, where Sheila Hancock put, really put me through it. Did and she? It was hideous. Yeah. Oh, it was hideous. I mean, I don't think Sheila was my biggest fan anyway, but <laughs> it was just, it just held so much trauma that week. And I went to sing it and I was like, like my whole body reacted. It's really strange how like, that's 12 years on or 13 years on or however long it was that my body was still reacting in that way. So I, I clearly hold some little bits of trauma from it. I mean, it is an intense thing, right? Like, you're on Saturday yeah. Night Telly. And also, this is in reality TV land, like, yeah, 12 whatever years ago, when kindness was not the top of everybody's uh, agenda. So it was, like, no. it was quite brutal at times. People were... Yeah, you know. it was. And, I t- like, I just turned 18 when I went on that show. Like, oh, I turned wow, 18 baby. in the November before. And we were all so young, I think. Um, and because of that, actually, and I do see that within the Mamma Mia show, they're all so young and quite tight-knit from the first week, what I can gather. Um, And I think we all just wanted to get on and we all kind of formed this sisterhood, which was so beautiful. And it's it's such a unique kind of bond that we created because only the 11 of us will have experienced that particular thing. Um, So that, that was such a massive bonus I think and uh, being at that age and I will say the one thing that we are all so very grateful for during that time the producers and the team made us delete all of the social media so that we weren't kind of focused so you weren't looking at it all and whatever yeah no we weren't looking at it I mean we didn't have time to look at it we were in the studio every every day till like god knows when but it was we were kind of protected in that way from the world of social media and I think it's vastly different now and it's something that we all have spoken about and reflect on and are so grateful Mm. for that they really looked after us especially because we were so young um obviously I have to ask you about (laughs) the way that they (laughs) eliminated people on that show because to to be honest the reason I started watching it again during lockdown was because I remembered that and I was like no surely I'm misremembering (laughs) what's happening here and then I rewatched it. And so for anyone listening who doesn't remember, when somebody was, um, well, I don't know what the polite way of saying it was, like eliminated. El- eliminated, evicted, yeah. evicted is big Booted brother, off. <laughs> Booted off, kicked off. Um, they had to stand there and then the others would sing, we thank you very sweetly. You've <laughs> killed her so completely. No, ditched her so completely. Then yeah, did. take your shoes off, give them to the other person who then gives them to Andrew Lloyd Webber who's in a throne. And then you're in a moon. <laughs> Why are you in a moon? No one knows. I guess, it's, is it symbolic of a bubble? We don't know. And then floated off, never to be seen again, at least by the audience. It's yeah. camp perfection to yeah. the viewer's point of view. At the time, <laughs> yeah. did everybody realise how absurd it was? Um, I think we were all just kind of riding the wave. <laughs> um, so I don't, I, they were just like, yeah, there's going to be a moon. We were like, oh, I was like, I'm scared of heights. <laughs> yeah, I hope they strapped you in. Safety first. This is gonna go this is gonna go well. Um and we had um we had a rehearsal, like a tech rehearsal with the moon. And I remember I've got like pictures from someone's digital camera at the time of like different people on the moon, like Aah! um and all you had was like you sat on the on the perch 
and you just had a wrist strap. <gasps> no. And that was it. And you hold the side. Can you imagine if someone had fallen? Like, e- oh, terrifying. <laughs> that would have been especially been awful. like in a big dress as well. <laughs> we had a big. It was quite scary. But like, also, you couldn't when you were singing when you were going up. You couldn't hear anything. So I was like, oh my god, I can't. Did I sound crap? Like, did I sound good? I I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was it was daunting. It was very very daunting. It was wild. It was wild. <laughs> it was wild. Angela Weber in a throne forever, forever. I mean, listen, where he deserves to be, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm not taking it away from him. But. And I mean, I lost out to the winner, so I give my shoes to the you winner. You did. So like, listen, if not her, you. I think that's the way it goes. We're good. <laughs> and she's one of my best mates now, so. Yeah, are the Dorothy's all friends? Is there a WhatsApp group? What's going on? Yeah, we, we did have a WhatsApp group over lockdown. I think everyone's kind of doing their own thing, mm. but we all are very good friends. Love. And if we were to be back in a room together, it'd be amazing. We were actually... Before the pandemic, we were we'd got together and made this WhatsApp group because we were gonna do a little ten year reunion concert, um, which we thought would go down a storm. I'd be with there. The cult followers. I'd have my tickets. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> front row, front row. But um, obviously the pandemic hit and we were like, oh, what can we do? So then we thought, let's do obviously jump on the video bandwagon. Yeah. Um, get people involved. We were like, should we just try and get in touch with Andrew? See, see if he'll. <laughs> Play something, and he did, he did, and it was amazing. Yeah, it was for that like brief moment in lockdown. We came back together again. It was really, really lovely. Um, but yeah, we're really, we're good. We're good pals still. Everyone's still Love kind that. of good. Is it's there, nice to check in with them now and then. Is there like a street gang rivalry with the Nancys? Are we all like <laughs> that? Would be a musical. <laughs> oh my god, the Nancys versus the Dorothys. Imagine. Oh, uh, I wouldn't know where to go. No, I'd be Team Dorothy. I think, but it'd be, it'd be a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair with that with the whole like nancy's maria's thing it's you you bump into these people over the years and it is like an unspoken kind of bond that you have like i remember i think it was before i sang cabaret on the live show um and the vt was rolling and i was setting up on stage and i looked into the audience and i saw sam barks and neve perry sat together and they were like woo and i was like woo <laughs> and then like ever since like i I kind of had that interaction uh, with them. I mean, when I was working at Art Ed, Sam popped in to watch a show at Art Ed one day and I was working behind the bar and she was like, oh my God, hello. Like, and it's just this unspoken bond that when you work with these people, you're like, I know what you went through. And obviously so many people have gone on to have these amazing stage careers, which is actually, mm-hmm. I was thinking about it, like for a reality competition show, it's quite rare that a large number of people who go on who go on those shows end up doing the career that they're trying to do. Like think about X Factor, like there's yeah. a little mix and there's like a few, but most people don't become pop stars. Whereas loads of um, the alum of those shows have gone on to have these amazing careers, yourself included. Like it's a nice, it is a really nice, um, it's nice to see people out there doing well, I guess. Yeah, doing well. It's, it is. And it's really nice to follow people. Um, and especially like when, before I went on the Dorothy program, like I grew up watching the Maria's, the Josephs, the Nancy's, like, and to watch them go on and do great things. Like I was such a huge fan of Jessie Buckley, like yeah. such a huge fan. Like her performance of the man that got away is like a core memory for me. Uh. Like watching it on that Saturday night and thinking, oh my God, I love that song. I think she's absolutely wonderful. And she's really inspired me. And then to see how her career is I mean, just absolutely catapulted. Oscar noms. Incredible, absolutely incredible. And like, they give her loads of stick, like so much stick. Like I remember 
like I just because she wasn't a dancer and she wasn't a mover and they were she had very little experience at the time but then look at her now she is just flying and it's just incredible yeah um it's amazing but yeah it is it's great and it's it's weird like i had the full circle moment this year of of doing the wizard of oz yes <laughs> talk to and when i got that when i got the job it was and i mean when i got the job and didn't get there's <laughs> nothing to do with dorothy <laughs> I was like, this is where I'm meant to be. I'm meant to be the witch. And it just all makes sense Not everyone's now. Dorothy. Some of us are witches. And I think we should live yeah. and stand in, our, stand in our truth loud and proud. 100%. Yeah. I think I've always related to the witches. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen my TikTok. Do you think I'm like public enemy number one to the Dorothys? It sits, he- it no. sits heavy on my heart. No, you put us on the map. <laughs> I don't think I'd put you on the map. I think you put yourself firmly on the map. No, but it's like, it's so funny how lockdown brought everyone back together watching it. And then to see your TikTok, I was like, no, this is comedy. Because it is comedy. It is comedy. Like, it is it's just... definition of camp. It really is. No, I love, I absolutely love your TikTok. It really made me laugh. And that's why I was like commenting like, notice me, notice me. <laughs> and then I did. I was like, oh, no, not top five Dorothy. <laughs> and here we are here we are so Mamma Mia the new one Mm -hmm. let's talk about this episode first of all it opens with a really long exposition about what Mamma Mia is and I'm feeling like we all know what Mamma Mia is they do this really long explanation I'm like who's watching this show being like oh no never heard of ABBA Um, but you know I guess nice to set the scene and then we Mm -hmm. meet our stars in the way that I think is the only way we should have met them which is in a group performance of I have a dream where one of them is building a table out of wood, one of them's on a boat, one of them's pegging the washing out. Uh, beautiful work. <laughs> it's just beautiful work. I just thought, I love all of this. I mean, the production value is through the roof, isn't it? Like, this is not a Saturday night at Fountain Studios. <laughs> they have found the budgets. <laughs> they have budget. Um, do you know what? I was super impressed with that opening. I was like, Oh my god, it's like the movie. Yeah, like, it is like the movie. It's exactly like the movie. I was, I was hooked. I was absolutely hooked. Um, yeah, I was a big, big fan of how they did it, and I, I think it was a really solid representation of what Mamma Mia is. I also, um, I controversially don't like that song, um, and there's not many ABBA songs that I don't really like, but something about that one, I think, because I associate it with the Westlife version. And I love Westlife, but it doesn't work for me. Like, I don't know that, that Westlife song. And so I've blamed Benny and Bjorn, I think. I'm not sure. I don't want to unpack it. But but, but I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was a really nice way to yeah. open the show, set everybody up, give everyone equal screen time, doing odd odd jobs yeah. around the around, around the hotel. Pegging out, pegging out Listen, the Listen, someone's got to put the washing out. I love like, it. There's a lot, it's a lot of contestants, has. a lot of costumes. It's a cost of living crisis. There are no tumble dryers. What can we say? <laughs> well, no, they've got that what lovely Grecian sun as well. So they may as well make the most of yeah, it. Yeah, they, they are in Greece. That's another thing. They're in Greece. I'm like, okay, we're not in Wembley now. Yeah, you absolutely live it. <laughs> I suppose, where would you have gone though? I mean, they're not going to send you to like the Emerald City, are they? So Send me to Ka- Kansas. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> oh, Kansas. <laughs> so, send me to America, you know? Like, no, um, I'd be terrified of tornadoes to be fair. Yeah. That's that's great, isn't it? That's why I'm not right for Dorothy. Terrified of the time it is. Then they all go to their villa. Um, I feel like every reality TV show nowadays is a group of 18-year-olds living in a villa. It can be any genre. They always live in a villa. Literally. Lucky them. And then Zoe Ball walks in. I love Zoe Ball. She's so funny. I love Zoe Ball. 
I love her. Her radio show. I just show. love her on the radio. Yeah, her radio show is so warm. I just think she's perfect for the show as well, I think, for that reason. I think she's absolutely wonderful. Very yeah. mothering person. I feel like she'll be nice to yeah. all of them and that's what they need. How do you... So at this point, they don't really know this. what the format's going to be, I presume. How do you think they're feeling about this whole process? I mean... They're probably like, I'm in Greece. I'm living my best life. What yeah, is true. happening? At this point, I'm kind of like, I, I I look back on like my experience and how I felt, and I just kind I, I don't know whether it's because I knew that I'd got into drama school and that if everything didn't work out, then I'd be like, fine, but I just really rode the wave, and it, the the role of Dorothy was actually just kind of just just a part of it <laughs> weirdly yeah. weirdly yeah i just kind of wanted to stay in to to have a great time mm. so i don't know whether they would be so focused on the actual like i want to be sophie or whether they're just like i just want to soak this yeah. up as much as i can because they're in greece it's like all expenses paid they're living their best life then we meet our judges so we, Samantha, mm-hmm. she gives us her little little taste of Frozen, um, which yeah. I saw at her in. It's great. Um, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's I'm good. so bad. It's really good. I wasn't sure because yeah. I don't. Um, I, I I don't not like Disney movies, but I'm not like bothered. Um, but it's actually really good. Mm-hmm. The only part of it good. though was like hmm, the um, the dress reveal is amazing. The way they do it, like because obviously she goes yeah. into, but I go to see a lot of drag shows, and so they do a dress reveal unlike anybody else so I was like this is amazing but like I know I know a few people who but you need this. to watch and learn honey. <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> um yeah and then obviously Samantha talks about Nancy and her coming out of one mm-hmm. of these shows I think it's that's amazing for her that to have that trajectory that she's been on over like Nancy was a few years before yours right so like yeah 16 17 years um yeah. it must feel very she's had an her. incredible run yeah, she yeah really she's had an incredible run. I think, like, again, she's just so talented, but so lovely and so warm um, and humble. And I think that's really served her well over the years. Mm. Um, um, Jessie Ware. Oh, my oh, God. I'm such a fan. Jessie Ware is everything. I love her. She had That was a London lockdown kind of moment. I feel like she really emerged in lockdown. Um, oh, my gosh, that album. Um, what's, uh, what's the album uh, called? It's called, it's called, it's called, hang on. Somewhere the I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the album, but it's a great album. But every every day I had that yeah. album on in lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Every day in my car. Jessie um is so uh, she's I think she's very naturally like this, but the way she like mm-hmm. serves gay people everything they want. <laughs> like there's something about her and it's like just everything about her. You can just tell she has a lot of gay friends. I think it's probably just that. <laughs> but like she's yeah. very uh She's kind of camp. She's very like musical theatery. Her pop music, like even the fact that she self-defines yeah. in that VT as like, "Hi, I'm Jessie Ware. I'm a pop star." I'm like, I know you are a pop star, but that's very funny too. She's great. <laughs> I love her. And she just always looks incredible. She's always giving me like Liza, like mm. in a like a the se- the sequined Liza yeah era. Yeah, she is. Um, she's very uh, well. I suppose she does a lot of disco music, so maybe that's what she's channeling. But I see that Se- yeah. sequins all over the place. Oh, she's so good. She's so talented. Yeah, she is. Love her. Um, Amber Riley, who I am not a Gleek, but I did see her in Dreamgirls, and it me too. blew me sideways. Her voice. Yeah. Oh my god. Are you a Gleek? 
Um, I'm not a gleek. Like, I wasn't obsessed. I watched it. But then, yeah, I wasn't like, oh my God, I love everyone. Like, I wasn't an obsessed fan. I just, I didn't look that deeply into no, it. No, I mean... But I did enjoy it. I appreciate it. I wouldn't it. overanalyze it. The Britney Spears episode is quite good. <laughs> Over, sat overanalyzing Glee. <laughs> like, like, what does it intensely. all mean? <laughs> Nothing. What does it Nothing. mean? It doesn't mean anything. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, the Britney Spears episode is... And, as I said, Amber Riley and June Girls. I don't know if she ever does it again. Oh Everyone needs to go and see it. It's incredible. Incredible. Truly incredible. Yeah. Um, and then we have Alan Carr, who I think is amazing because <laughs> I love in his VT, he was just like, listen, everyone's going to be like, you can't sing, you can't dance. Why are you here? Well, look at all my awards. I'm on the stage all the time. But I get it. I get I get having someone like that on the panel because he's obviously very successful from having a presence mm. on stage. And I think it's really important. I think there are so many... Um, you can have all of the talent and, and the skill in the world, but if you go on stage and you can't sell it, he owns it. Even like when Adele had to go and get her makeup fixed oh, and he yeah. stood up and, and sang for her. Like, hilarious. Yeah. Shouldn't have been. Hilarious. Really, like, yeah, what was he he's... singing? Um, was it like Make You Feel My Love? Like a really big song. That, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. like I wouldn't attempt. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think he's I think he's funny. I think Alan Carr's great. I do too. I love Alan Carr. So I think it's actually a really fun judging panel it feels like they like each other yeah when when jesse and him are just sat there watching them. yeah just fully <laughs> taking the piss yeah, they um yeah talking of so then they will go into their rehearsals with yeah. martin and anthony who i truthfully don't know but they seem nice anthony is a, a ledge i oh, mean really? i i'm not overly familiar with martin um but anthony is i've met him once when we were in mamma mia we did the 15th anniversary of um, Mamma Mia like at the Olivia's so we did a performance with Benny and Bjorn um, oh no big deal I know no big deal <laughs> rocked, in, rock, rocked into work on a Sunday on the day off and it was like on the tick list in like signing in list it's like Benny tick Bjorn tick I was like oh, <gasps> casual oh, um, but yeah and Anthony is um, he came in to do a bit of choreo and stuff and he, I mean he's worked wonders like he's incredible and then, yeah, my favourite part of the rehearsals was when Samantha Box and Amber Riley jump up to help with very serious, helpful critique and advice. And then Jesse Ware and Alan Carr just sit and take the piss. Just like, I feel like there's probably a bottle of wine off shot. Like, they're just very chill. Which, which is actually really weird because Jesse Ware is an amazing singer and probably has a yeah. lot to to say. Offer. Offer. Yeah. But is, is sitting back at this point. Especially within the world of, like, the musicality mm. of the show. I think, because as we say, it's like, <laughs> I say this is a traumatic part of the whole competition thing, but it's it's something that I've learned over the years since doing that competition. It's having the style correct, but then also being able to cross over to the musical theatre side of things without... Um, without giving up the style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think musically, in order to do that, and I think this is why Jessie Ware is so brilliant because it's a, it's a pop musical. Um, in order to do that, you have to immerse yourself and you have to be really familiar with pop music. I always say this like when I'm teaching people, when I've got new students at home, I'm like, if you wanna get good at a certain style and you wanna, you want people to not only go, oh, they can sing that style, but oh, wow, they really own that style. You have to immerse yourself 
within the world of that style and listen to a lot of that music and that you can't help but then channel it through because you've heard stuff and you've took stuff on board so um i think having her as a pop star and kind of bringing them back into the pop side of things yeah is really useful um to nail the style because when you audition for Mamma Mia, they're like, no vibrato. And people are like, oh, people from the world of musical theatre are like, oh, that's really scary. Or like, no vibrato, because that's what you're taught at college yeah. to sing with vibrato. And it's musical theatre, it's Broadway belt. But actually, when you listen to the style, and if you inhabit the style, that comes out naturally. You don't even think about. Mm. Um, what happens next? Okay, Judy Kramer arrives. <laughs> oh, Judy! That's intense for them, I imagine. I wish I, I'm. I feel like I want her to not maybe not be a judge, but I want her on a throne. I feel like that's part of the legacy of these shows that I want to bring back. Put J- Judy on a throne. I get the vibe that's not really her personality, <laughs> but that would be fun for me. No, but it would be really good TV, wouldn't it? Like <laughs> just the four judges there, and then her just on the throne. Yeah. Do you know what I? I have a really, uh, a really vivid memory of Judy. I met. I think I met her once, like at the opening of our opening night or whatever. And all I remember is there was free pims and I kind of nearly dropped my pims and I think it splashed on her shoe and I just was terrified. No, not Judy. <laughs> I was like, I feel like she has so, very expensive shoes. Her outfits on I'm this so, show looked amazing. So I feel like I mean she always looks incredible, but she she she's lovely. Mm. She's really lovely. It's um but I was like, Oh my god, I like spill pims on her shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get fired. That's all I remember. <laughs> when I think of Judy Kramer, all I think is, oh, oh shit, I spilled pins <laughs> on my shoes. Uh, I feel like someone probably did that on this recording because they're all sat around their pretend restaurant. Alan Carr's probably got the red wine on the go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then they go into their performances. Before we do that, imagine you were going to do an ABBA song. Like, what's your on a, on a stage? What what would be the one? I've always loved Thank You For The Music. Oh, okay. Later, Abba. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I... It's something about that song. I just always... I always sang it growing up. Mm. Um, and I think... I don't know. I have such a... Do you know what? I, I used to love that... Um, the big pop mix that all of the... Yeah, like Steps, Cleopatra, did. Tina Arena, a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it finished on Thank You For The Music and I think I just used to... The thing about yeah, Thank You For The Music that I always think is br- a bit brutal is because it's like, um, I'm nothing special, I'm a bit of a bore. Um, it's written by her ex-husband. <laughs> by that point, they've divorced and then he's written a song for her that's like, I'm really boring and no one likes me, but I'm a good singer. <laughs> like, Benny or Bjorn, whichever one it was. <laughs> they were like crazy. Yeah. I feel like I would want to do... Fernando. Oh, I'd want to be dressed as Cher in Mamma Mia 2. <laughs> I would want to spot somebody from across the taverna and just go, oh, Fernando? Fernando? <laughs> and then go into it. Like, I want to re- I only want to do that whole scene because it's, I mean, it's. My, I think it might be my favourite thing that's ever happened in a movie. Like, the way they, that, that character only exists so that at the end of the movie, Cher can spot him and then say, Fernando? <laughs> so iconic it's honestly Cher is the fact that she said what did she say she says something about little girl she says um, well Sophie says to her uh, but grandma you weren't invited and then she goes well that's the best kind of party little girl 
Well, that's the best part kind of party, little girl. Oh, who <laughs> so who cast Sharon, Mamma Mia? I need to give them flowers or something. Amazing. So good. Um, okay, so then we go into our performances. Um, yeah. We start with money, money, money. Stephanie's our panto yeah. queen. Maddie is our Bolton bar worker. <laughs> Love. My favourite thing was when she said, so I must leave. And then she backwards one dived off the piano. <laughs> Very Cheryl Cole on the voice, which I appreciate. Uh, that was my favourite moment of the song. Loved it. Um, I actually used to love that song growing up. I've just like kind of had a weird nostalgic feeling of like, oh, I was singing it in my house. Yeah. It's quite a fun one to sing. Like if you're at home alone, you can just like really charge around the house, you know? Yeah. Like- and oh, I, on our last matinee of Mamma Mia, this is quite naughty. So like last matinees, I don't know if you know, on a last matinee, sometimes that's when everybody does pranks and, and change stuff. But you have to do it cleverly, like within the realm of like people in the audience wouldn't notice, but people on stage would. Um, and me and my friend Steph, who were Ali and Lisa, weren't in that number on stage, but we learnt it for the last matinee and we went on. <laughs> <laughs> we're like that. Du, 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 whatever it is, it's like money, money. Um, yeah that was funny it just made me think of that it's funny <laughs> <laughs> our judges give basically no notes on money 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 they don't have a whole no. lot to say they are being very positive and very kind yeah but they don't have tons to say the only person who really has a note was amber who said um one of them sing out louise sing out. <laughs> yes exactly that <laughs> it is that's the note um, yeah yeah everyone else was just like that was really good we love it which is yeah, you know, I, I sort of hope I, that they get. I don't want them to get mean or make people feel bad, but I hope that they are able to relax into maybe giving a few more like constructive moments. Yeah, well, I think do you know what it's. It was really hard. What I wanted them to do solo from the get go. I think mm. the format of how they they did it. I get it, and it's kind of replacing like the earlier stages within the audition process. Um, it's replacing the Dorothy Farm. It's replacing yeah. the top twenty where where they do the four. We did it in groups of four, and I think it's really hard. Then you kind of know that nobody's going to get voted off because I think it's really hard to judge that right, yeah. and vote somebody off from doing joint performances sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I know that you they all had their kind of bit to sing. But I'm here for the solos, man. I am too. I can't wait. Well, so if I, I was there, wait. I would want my solo moment. I mean, I, I think I, mm. that maybe it's more indicative of my personality than the need to change the format. But I want my moment. Yeah, well, you're on national TV and you want that. It's really hard to then, if you get like a line here and there, to make your moment in the line. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's harder than having a solo and just kind of owning your own moment. Um for like a minute and a half or whatever. Yeah. But um, I think it is really hard to get a fair fair kind of critique yeah, from it. I think so too. Yeah. And I mean, the next group, there's three of them, which is even harder. Mm. Like they have to do SOS. So we've got Craig, our mm. beautiful, beautiful Woo-hoo. man. <laughs> Tell him <laughs> I say hi. Um, <laughs> Tobias, t- Somerset boy. And then um, Marcellus, who's 36. Yeah. He's 36. He's older than me. I mean, oh my gosh. what is that skincare routine? He does not look that what age. What is he using? Like, that is wild. He's, he yeah, I'm going to need that. Great. Um, yeah. Their performance, so they're doing SOS. It's a lot of um, back to camera, turn to camera, 
back to camera. It's very Westlife. It's very sort of early 2000s. It give me Westlife. Yeah. It give me Westlife. And then the rain, the biblical rain. Yes. Like, give me Westlife. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I thought it was, I thought it was really strong. I think they're all really strong. Obviously they had that, they made the thing of, oh, they had an illness this week and which I, which happened to be, <laughs> which is quite funny. Um, I completely no. lost my voice. Yeah, before Cabaret. And I couldn't, I couldn't sing all week. And the first time that I sung was on the dress rehearsal on the Saturday. And then went on. And killed it. Yeah. yeah, she does. Smashed it, actually. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely destroyed it. <laughs> that is how you do it, ladies, Dorothy's. Yeah. Um, but yeah, flipping back to the to the guys, I think like, obviously it's always hard when you're not feeling 100%. Um, yeah. And I think that's, it's something that will inevitably be part of their careers mm. moving forward it happens to the best of us like it's about being able to ground reground and navigate and know your voice well enough to know oh i can flip it into there or there or there and or knowing when to call it quits um so yeah as as they said like they, amber said she had no voice and she had to do yeah it. i thought that and she said she got the, one of the best reviews of her life for and i am telling you which is <laughs> i mean how do you say that with a bad voice but sometimes sometimes not overthinking and just working with I, the one of the best pieces of advice that i got given from my singing teacher was work wake up and work with what you've got that day okay what have i got today okay i'm working with this okay we're gonna work around that and that just takes the pressure off and i think if they can learn that and if they did learn that from that week then that's fantastic yeah. um but yeah i I loved Craig. Um, I, I thought they were all great. I did love Tobias. I thought Tobias had voice. the pipes. I was like, wow. I'm like, ooh, he's one yeah, to watch. Yeah, I think Tobias is one to watch. That voice is amazing. Yeah. I was really, really impressed. I mean, they're all great, but Tobias in particular stood out. I was like, okay, okay, singing. Oh, yeah. I don't have any... Um, I can't sing, and I have no knowledge of singing. <laughs> so my, my whole critique is like, okay, singing. Good. <laughs> Great singing. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, our next group is Knowing Me, Knowing You. So Darcy mm. from Hampshire, construction worker, love. And Callum, who's a dinner lady. Oh, I oh. love that he's a dinner lady. That is absolutely adorable. It's so Just good. going to playground and like helping them just live their lives. I don't know. I love that. Love, Callum's love, immediate... Like breaking up, breaking up the four-year-olds yeah. is what he said, didn't he? Um, no, but I, I think, I mean, Darcy's clearly like leaning man material. You can see that he kind of like oozes the charm. Yeah. And I think Callum, I, I'm always a fan of an underdog. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I think vocally, stylistically, he really brings something different and new. And um, not that, this is the thing as well. I'm like, Sky doesn't really do much. I thought this, when I went to see it the other day, I'm no one whispering into this mic. Um, don't don't tell anyone, but... <laughs> I was watching it and I was like, he doesn't really have many moments. Like, he's very there no. to support S Sophie's story. He doesn't even have a solo, yeah. does he? No, I mean, he does that bit in Lay All Your Love. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's some lovely, like, acting mm. moments, some lovely scenes and stuff like that. So maybe maybe we'll see more on that front in yeah. the weeks. Yeah, it's a lot of acting. It's a lot of, like, there's yeah. that brilliant scene where they're all in their, like, flippers and whatever, mm. like, marching along. It's, like, funny physical comedy and stuff to do so that'd be interesting to see yeah there's a few that. good scenes but singing wise i mean like it doesn't have to sing as much as sophie does um and but i did think callum's voice was i think i think i like an underdog mm. i like somebody who starts out like he's got 
potential and he can he could go somewhere um and i think that's maybe what we might see hopefully um but yeah. yeah very good well done boys um next they had my song fernando <laughs> leah and esme very good yeah leah leah is from my neck of the woods so i'm like team leah leah is an early fave for me there's something about her i think yeah. it's the i mean she's a great singer but the charisma mm-hmm. she seems so charismatic and so um sort of uh, you could just feel her like energy when she's performing and stuff. I really liked her. I was a big yeah. fan. It's that tea side charm, Listen, my friend. Tea, tea, tea side. They don't make it like that anywhere else. It's <laughs> <laughs> what we always say. Yeah, she's she's really. I I, I did because she's again so young and she says that. Um, yeah, she's eighteen, right? I'm sure. She's. I think she's twenty. Twenty. Okay. Still twenty. Um, but I mean, I, I briefly spoke to her yesterday and just said like ride the wave and like you're repping our area it's such a big thing for our area Mm. to have somebody on on mainstream tv and it's repping the area in the best way possible and i was like just like ride the wave love it it, love it it, love it smashing it um so proud of her don't even like literally spoke to her for the first time yesterday and so proud of her already yeah she's Um, great i love her a lot they were both great and also they're they had the wind on this show is crazy i feel like they go to Crete expecting this amazing. Oh my gosh, yeah. But they then get this like Beyonce hair moment where that wind's going. I was like, oh. Some people just carry it with them, don't they? I, I, I don't <laughs> carry it with me. I don't have any hair, so it doesn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, we had Zach and Owen, Waterloo. Oh. Now this, I feel like you can imagine how I feel about this. Oh, the way they clung onto those menus. They were not letting them go. <laughs> the menus were front and centre. The acting on this is... It's a big performance. And I... Musical theatre. It really is. Like, every word, every sentence, everything is acted out very physically. Um, yeah. And I was obsessed with it. So this is kind of yeah, what the, I wanted. <laughs> the chemistry between them as well really was yeah. present. Like, you could really tell they got on really well. And you know that there is... There is that in the show. I think it's because as as much as Sky is the romantic lead, there's also like the stag party and and stuff like that. So it makes perfect sense and it worked really well. I yeah, absolutely loved it. Great prop work, great choreo, <laughs> camp it up. I loved it. Big big fan. We love a prop. We, we love, love a prop. prop. The way it was like hold the menu to the front, <laughs> to the side, up and down. Like yes, keep that menu, baby. <laughs> I loved it. Um, and then our final one. Chiquitita, which I think is a very hard song because French and Saunders ruined it for me by their parody <laughs> of it. It's so funny that I can't I hear them. anything else. Yeah. <laughs> so every time that song comes on, I just hit see Dawn French as Julie Walters <laughs> doing Chicken Tika. Tell me what's wrong. <laughs> so good. Um, Iconic. So that's Stevie, Desmonda, and Maisie. Maisie's a factory worker. It's yeah. Nice little detail. Um, Great. They all sound amazing. Desmonda, mm-hmm. I thought was amazing. Something about She's her. She's stunning. Whoa. I was like, you have it. Yeah. Well, she's been one to watch for a couple of years. Oh, really? In the world of musical theatre. Yeah. Um, so to see her pop up like this, I'm like, I'm not surprised. Like, I mean, she's perfect. It's, she's perfect. It was, I think it was, I think this vocally was my favourite of the night, the three of them. I think mm. it came together really well. Yeah. It felt like a, Almost like a girl band. They sort of, their voices really yeah. came together really nicely. Um, yeah, I thought individually they were all really, really strong. Um, and I really liked Stevie as well. I really like her voice. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I thought together the blend was great. The the festival choreo was killing me. The <laughs> like, little folk festival, like where I come from in Dorset. I love. They, we have this like the Dorset folk festival. And everyone gets together and you like hold a ribbon and like run around a maypole and then you do like <laughs> it was really giving me like the the, the yeah the village <laughs> folk festival it was giving me like dance festivals like when i was a kid like the the 10 to 12 open <laughs> national solo section yeah. and i absolutely loved it um but again it's it's a prime example of like mamma mia adapting this just bonkers kind of collection of different style and, and like the, it just works the um the thing about abba as well abba in all mamma mia or otherwise is that actually when you read the words to the songs they're often like really sad or really like emotional mm. but then they've got these like disco pop beats behind them so then you have to like dance along <laughs> and you're like oh this person's living in an awful life but let's disco yeah. so that it was a li- it was a little bit that maybe but yeah. Um, I thought it was great. I was a big fan. The judges were yeah. like, we love it. They didn't have any, they just were very enthusiastic. And I was like, yay. 10 out of 10, no, no. You're correct. Yeah. You're correct, Jessie Ware. You're yeah. absolutely correct. Once mm-hmm. again, we're on the same page. Um, yeah. And that was it. And then we had this like pretend moment where they were like, ooh, maybe let's get Judy. Everyone goes home. They're probably pissing, like, it sounds like pissing it down on them. So they're probably all soaked. Judy yeah. comes over and leans over the desk and they do like a pretend discussion, I'm assuming. And then. No one goes home. And I... I think they should have just said, <sighs> yeah, right, same. nobody's going to go home the first week. It's an intro episode. Yeah. I think, like, no fault of anybody involved, like the talent or anything like that, but I think we should have just said, okay, this is the introduction. Yeah. Like, do you know, like, strictly introduce yes, all where they do the, the couples. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. It should have been that. It should have been that. It should have been a Instead of being like, oh, no one's going home. I'm like... Because it's so... Just do a little intro episode. It's so... Um, it's just such an anti-climax because they build the episode around mm. like um, everyone's really nervous about who's going to go and they kind of do that all the way yeah. through and then nothing nothing happens. Whereas I think you're right, if it was like we're going to get to mm. know everybody and then the competition really starts next week, then you'd be like, you yeah. set the expectation. I think that's what I kind of missed actually is when you cut out the earlier auditions, mm-hmm. you lose that kind of oh, you pick your favourite from the beginning, mm. you follow their journey and you really get to know them. And you get to know different people. People have different, like, oh, I'm from this neck of the woods and this is my favourite thing and I'm I, they go into their school and, and stuff like that. And I feel like maybe that is to come. Yeah. But I feel like from the get-go, you see people at the auditions and you're like, oh, there's something about them that I really like. And then you follow them for the weeks. And I think we've cut straight to the chase here and we've gone straight into the main com- competition. Yeah. And I kind of miss the charm of the old yeah i know what you mean because you don't even get audition process because there's a lot of them there and they were doing a lot of performances mm. and, and whatever we didn't even really apart from very short vts to tell us basically mm. where they're from and what they do for a job we didn't really even get to know like anything about them so you slightly lack, yeah, no, i don't know who know they them. are like i want to know especially before those some of them start going home which i imagine they're gonna have to do yeah. in chunks because i think we've only got five weeks and there's 14 of them so yeah. um, i want to know them yeah. and i think you're right the audition thing because it does feel a bit like who are these people like you just picked seven boys yeah. and seven girls and then here we all are i just missed it a bit yeah i really enjoyed the episode i thought it was really fun the talent's yeah, yeah, really yeah, strong agree. and it's a love and it's yeah. Abba, so you can't go wrong but it does lack a like I, I don't know what the story is of this show like what's the yeah, and if you're not, doing I'm intrigued the, to know how it rolls out. Yeah. And on the previous ones, um, the story was the the public vote and like the jeopardy of who 
who's going to go home and stuff, mm. which I'm sure was horrendous <laughs> if you were in it. But <laughs> from the public point of view, it gives us something to root for. We're like waiting to know and it's an anticipation. Well, we don't have that yeah. with this one. So you're like, I need yeah. something more. Um, yeah. How do you think they will do the eliminations? <laughs> I would hope that they put them in a boat. <laughs> yeah, me too. I want them to put them in dungarees and then just like kick them off a cliff into the ocean or something. <laughs> just no death, no death. <laughs> just like, just the dramatic or like, I don't know. Or like, you know that bit where Meryl Streep th- falls through the roof and lands on her yeah, back? Yeah, fall through the roof. Maybe, maybe <gasps> that? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, do you know what? Like, we can, I think I'm more than qualified enough to be able to go in hard and want the worst because yeah. I went through it. Yours, but, yours was truly the worst. The most brutal one. I think sailing away, there's something so sad about this, like, that awful, yeah, it's like a, an awful, like, Instagram filter where it's like somebody on a, um, you get the, your head on this, like, boat sailing on a river. It's <laughs> like a weird, yeah, there is, there is. like, filter. <laughs> um, and I feel like It'd be really funny if they, but really funny. That's really mean. Oh, but well. again, I don't think it's as brutal, so I'm allowed to say that. We need a little bit of like, yeah, sending them back comedy. to the mainland would be putting them on, yeah, <laughs> putting them in a little boat and just pushing the boat away. Yeah, Goodbye, nice. like she does at the end of the show. Yeah, and they'd have to. They sing. walk off. They'd have to sing. I suppose they'd have to sing. I have a dream, which is very sad because it's like, well, you had a dream, but we've just sailed you away from it. So, <laughs> so maybe you don't anymore. <laughs> you have a dream, oh, but it's not. Oh, work well, out. it's not coming true. And that, Bye. And that, and that's the real world, honey. <laughs> welcome to theatre, darling. <laughs> oh, welcome to the business. Literally, that is. Um, it. But yeah, I'd be that'd be yeah funny. Um, I think. Let's find. Yeah, out. maybe maybe the boat. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing... I hope that it is something very, very inventive. I do too. I feel like it's not going to be. That's my truth. But we'll find out. We'll find out next week. Yeah. And there we go. That was episode one of Mamma Mia, I Have a Dream. Thank you so much for joining me and talking about a Mamma Mia-themed reality TV (laughs) show. (laughs) It was very fun. I mean, nothing more that I would want to do with my Wednesday morning off. After a massive long drive last night. I'm sure. I believe you, yeah. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.